Hey folks, hey, Yom Tov, as we would say in Hebrew. Good morning, have a great day. Yom Tov means like good day to you, sir. It's a beautiful day to be alive, the sun is shining, and we are rocking and rolling. We are now in Florida, getting our feet on the ground, looking to find a community for us, little by little, one step at a time. We're making moves, we're going quick. We've seen about five or six communities, dropped in with them, spent some nights in different places, and we're looking to make moves, so, you know, ain't no time to waste. This is part of the whole deal, you know? Once you get a mind on something, and once you make a decision about something, you just gotta go for things, and any any delays are just, it's your fear coming up, and if you have fear, then, um, then you know, if there's something valid there that you knew, a real concern that has to be addressed, then uh, obviously you have to work through something but and address a fear but if you just if you if you're just scared then then this is how you know this is where faith really comes into the picture like faith in something greater than you faith in because the road doesn't end with you you know you're such a small part of the equation it's uh the world is so much greater than just us as, us as individuals so um Faith that it's going to work out for you. You know, faith in a creator, faith in God, faith in a source of the universe, in one source of the universe, that he loves you, that this whole thing is here for you. It's not random. It's all, it's all here for you to be growing consciously, actively into a beautiful relationship. That's the whole deal. That's the whole deal. So when we lean into that, we move forward into these scary jumps in life, and you can actually make moves because... Because you know that it's gonna be, it's gonna go well. It's gonna go well for you if you have, and if you, and when things come up, you work through them with your partners in creation. You work through them with, with, with God. You work through them with Source. You do that. You talk. You talk it out with God. It might sound crazy to some people who've never heard this concept before, but you talk to the universe. It's like when you go out and you basically somebody's hit rock bottom and they go out into the middle of a field and they scream, you know, whoa, God, why me? Okay, it doesn't have to just be rock bottom. You know, it's like, it's like if you're in a relationship with somebody, if you're in a relationship with your wife, you wait until all the way it gets into this crazy place where you're about to divorce until you're about to talk to each other. Um, no, that's not how it goes. So it's the same thing with life. So, so when you partner up with your, with, when you start communicating with active dialogue in your, with your partners in creation, meaning that your, your number one partner, uh, but also your wife or your husband, um, and start engaging with them, your number one partner being God, only one God, God, source of the universe, one single creator, boom, that's it. When you go and communicate with that, with, with source, and then you bring that in your life and you're communicating with your people in this life and you can work through your problems but have faith to move forward now we're talking about real powerful development. Now you're talking about real success. Now you're talking about growth that happens on a magnitude level. You're talking about things that are deeply powerful because it's not you. It's not you. The whole point of it is, is that you're, it's so powerful, it can't be you. It's not, you know, we're talking about an unlimited force here, an unlimited source of the universe. And that presence is a powerful presence in this life so much, I mean, it's, it is the source of life, 
that like we think that we have any powerful presence, our presence is, is negligible compared to that. It's nothing. It's nothing compared to that. It's nothing. To even say compared to that, compared to that. We were created by it. How can you compare? <laughs> we're a comparison. You know, so, so the only way that we become these powerful beings in this lifetime is to first recognize that we're nothing and then to, two, be able to be a conduit and to be a co-creator, to be a, a partner in creation and be able to bring that, bring that flow down through you. You become that flow through your actions, through your behaviors, through your identity, through who you are, through what you do. This is how you are actually able to move forward in this life in a powerful way. Right, and you're able to bring that. You're 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 channeling something. You're sourcing something, you know, and and it's it's a it's a really meaningful experience. It's a, life becomes a really meaningful experience. Um, and what I really want to talk to you about today is about those times where where those things that down there that we're scared to admit, that we're scared to talk about, that we're that we think it might be only us. The areas in life that, that basically make us, you know, avoid. They, they, make us, they make us avoid, they make us avoid life. It's the points of contention. It's the points of challenge. It's the points of, of deep anguish and deep pain and deep uh, turmoil, deep emotion. Things that will, you touch the topic, it's like an inflamed nerve. You touch the topic and you start to cry. You touch that space on the body and you start to cry. You can't touch it. It's inflamed. It's infected. It's, it's, it's got an irritation. You know, those are the points. Those are good places. We need to go and work through those places because they bring healing and they bring so much more vitality in this world and in this life that you get to go and move through. You get to go and have a beautiful life by moving into those spaces. You see, the more we avoid, that's the whole problem with this thing, is you just have to accept. My point here is, is that you have to accept this, this pain. But it's not a pain. It's just, it's an uncomfort. It's a scared. It's almost, a, it's a, more of a psychological pain. It's a fear. Fear is just this psychological pain, right? It's the worst. It's a, it's a horrible, you know, influence on, on, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not in control of it, it's a horrible influence on you. And, and being controlled by fear is one of the worst things ever. And so having these psychological pains that are, don't allow us to progress in life, what a, that's like a, talk about a plague. I mean, that's a real, that's a real, that's a real infliction. That's a real challenge. That's a real struggle. To have an area that you need to go through, an area that you need to progress through in order to move forward in life. There's, it's not, you don't have options anymore. It's just this one, is this one route. You have one route and it's no getting around it. Yet you have this thing that makes you avoid it. Okay, so that's a real problem. That's a real problem because I, one plus one equals two, right? That's pretty obvious, right? Like, you have one avenue and you, we have these deep psychological fears and pains and emotional thing going on that make us shy away from all of these things and, and we, we hide from those feelings 
um, and from the fear and from this greater unknown, from this greater reality. And it's sad because, because it doesn't have to be that way. It can be, you know, it's so much more, so much more abundant in our life. It can be so much more powerful for us um, when we, when we embrace those areas of our life specifically the ones that you think you're the only one specifically the ones that you think that you're crazy specifically the ones that you are not even like maybe like consciously thinking of the ones that you have to challenge your own mind into thinking about the ones that you're saying I can't touch that one because that's the one that makes me cry I can't touch that one because that's the one that like is the deepest I can't touch that one because that's the one that is all the way in my core I can't touch that one because whatever reason it's it's those are the ones those are specifically the ones we need to actually specifically find those ones and move forward because listen i'm not living a good life too but there's only what you what's a good life good life isn't sitting around drinking margaritas a good life is living a highly connected highly purposeful a purpose-driven life fueled fueled by purpose and thriving through relationships and that is, that's a real, that's a real pleasurable life. It's not a fake pleasurable life. It's a deeply pleasurable life, you know. And this is something that is very, it's very powerful. And, and the only way to do that is to get comfortable, to be very comfortable with feeling these things, to be embracing these unknowns, to be embracing these feelings of, of, you're of tiny of being nothing of being of being nothing in this world i feel like i'm nothing i feel like i don't matter okay that's okay i want you to embrace that for a second because what i want to do is i want to enter into that space and just first be okay with it first be okay with like moving into that area Because we're going to get out on the other side and we're going to get to a place where you don't feel like nothing or worthless. You're not, you don't feel worthless. You don't feel like you're a piece of garbage. But before we get to the other side of that, the only way is through. And we have to be able to actually like accept that feeling in some way just to say, okay. Because if you don't, it's like, the analogy is like, is like this. You have a wound, right? Okay, great. You've got a wound and, uh, you know, but you're so scared of the wound that you never go and clean it up. You don't want to look at the wound. Looking at the wound makes you feel bad, you know? Classic analogy. Looking at the wound is, is it's, it's startling. It makes you feel bad. It makes you realize how gross the wound is. You can't believe how you let the wound get that bad. You can't believe somebody else let the wound get that bad. You, why did, why did, you know, God give me this wound? How can the world treat me like this? Like, I feel like, you know, and you go and spiral into the victim space. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a troublesome place to be because the only way to get out of that is to clean the wound. First, you have to admit and actually look at the wound. That's the first one. Second one is you actually have to get into the wound, right? And like clean the wound, that hurts. Physically, it'll hurt. Like when you're cleaning out a wound, it will hurt. You're burning out, you're killing off, you're cleaning up all of the negative junk that's in there and you're making it fresh and new again. In order order to get rid of that stuff, you have to kill off 
the bad things, basically. If you have a bacterial infection, you have to go in and clean it out. You have to kill the bacteria. You have to kill the fungus or whatever it's going on. The virus, whatever happens. So first you have to accept the fact that it's there psychologically. Second, you have to actually move into it and actually engage with it emotionally and physically. And, and you know, the only way that you can do these things is if you have, I would say, a combination of one, a higher level thing going on, and two, some sort of community. And, you know, if you're in, first, if you're in, you know, having faith is is something, having faith in the process. This is what we're talking about. Like, yes, I'm talking about having faith in God. But if that's too much of a stretch for you right now, just have faith in yourself that you can do this. Have faith in yourself that you can actually follow through. Have faith in the process. Have faith that it's going to get done. Have faith that you're not the first one who's done this before. Have faith in a greater thing other than you. I'm not talking about God. I'm just talking about, like, there is a greater pro- a greater reality to this work. Like, have faith in the fact that this thing exists beyond you and you can actually accomplish it. Have faith in that. And that gives you the ability to move forward. Right? Now, the second thing is to have community, to have a support network, to have some sort of support system. You know, at first, you might feel like you have to do that for yourself. You might have to feel like you have to find your support network. But we want to be putting ourselves, if you're living in an area that is really, really negative, very negative uh, outlook on life, then you're never gonna be able to do the work that you need to do. So, so you need to find the people that are going to actually be beneficial and help you, right? Seek those people out, hunt them down, find them, go, like actively invest time, energy, money, go look for them, pursue them, chase them, get, go to them, go physically to them, find them in person, drive to them, fly to them, do what you have to do in order to put yourself around the right community and to make sure that you're involved in a space, in a community that is uh, deeply positive, impactful, growth-oriented, aligned with you in a, a higher-level sense, not aligned with you in like your low-level habits of what you just like degrade to if you just leave yourself alone with money, TV, drugs, and alcohol, and whatever else you could imagine right? I mean, don't align yourself with just like what has been. Align yourself with where you want to go. And then work hard and, 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 and these are the things that, you know, these things start to add up over time. And I know that not everybody has the same resources. I know that not everybody has the same ability to go and, and, and do this in a, in a way where, you know, they can, a lot of people have a hard, uh, hard route on on doing this work but it's very important you know and if you ever want to you know if you ever want to break out of it you're just going to have to move down this you have to follow the process you have to trust the process you know you might have strengths in some areas that the other people don't okay so it's not everybody's here on the same in some way like we all have the same thing going on in some way shape or form right I know it sounds like hard to say because if you're living in a poverty-stricken neighborhood, it's very hard to hear that you have the same things going on. But trust me, the rich neighborhoods, they are emotionally bankrupt. They might be physically very rich, but they are 
most of the times incredibly emotionally bankrupt. And I'm not saying that the poor neighborhoods are all emotionally, uh, you know, rich, but you get what I'm saying. It's, there's a, there's a balance to this whole thing. Being poor will give you certain, um, you know, characteristics that rich people just don't have. They just don't have it. They have certain characteristics that are very smart, very intelligent, you know, very, very quick, very uh, adaptable with their mind in certain ways, in, in specific ways. But if you stretch them in, in directions that they're not used to stretching in, then they aren't so flexible, right? So it's all relative. Trust me, it's all relative. Like, you could stretch a very wealthy, like, high-class individual in a way that is totally outside of their comfort zone, and they will, and they will break, you know? And the same goes for somebody who is in the low class. You could stretch them in a way that's going to make them break. It's, everybody has a breaking point. What do we think? What if we're not. We are limited. That's the whole point. We're limited. But we all have these areas that we have strengths in and weaknesses in, and it's our job to engage with those in the way that we need to engage with those. So follow the process. This is the process. This is it. This is it. This is your work. This is what we're here to do. So it's such a shame when we see so many lives like not progressing because there's a fear of engaging with the process. Because there's a fear of engaging with the work that needs to be done. It's like I have a massive emotional block around, let's say I'm making this up. I have a massive emotional block around my caretaker, my aunt who was my caretaker or whatever it is. And I can't address that to myself. And I know that this is the problem. I know that this is the problem. I know this is the problem. Okay. So then let's start taking care of the problem. Who says that you have to go and talk to her? Who says that you have to go and sit down with your aunt, with your caretaker, with the person that you have a massive problem with in your life? Who you have just a war with going on. You have an emotional war. You have a physical war. You have a war with words. Who says you have to go and you have to sit down and engage with them? in that way. You don't have to do that. You have to solve the problem for you. You don't have to solve the problem for them. You don't have to solve the problem in the relationship. You have to solve the problem for you first and foremost. So before you talk about where that's already steps and steps down the road. We're not talking about solving it between you sitting down and exchanging words. Do you know how much energy and dynamics and how many, how many active active influences are happening in that space when you sit down and talk with somebody in that way you know how nuanced it is it doesn't start there it starts with just yourself so if you have an area that you can identify it's time to start moving into that and it has nothing to do with the other person it has to do with you and it doesn't really have to do with the other person because everybody has that person so it's an objective truth it's an objective reality in this life that we're all going to have this build up this block this this sort of you know traumatic build up in some way of uh, of our of our of our of our childhood of our you know growth in this life so it doesn't matter for you who it is it's not about the other person it's about you it's about you and it's about your process it's about your growth i'm not saying it's about you that it was your fault that's not what i'm saying at all it wasn't your fault. It was just, this is how life goes. We all have these, you know, everybody's essentially doing their best to, you know, get through life, to, you know, do what they can. And their best might not have been very good for what you needed, but it was their best. And so it's not that you have anything per se to blame on somebody else. It's not to point fingers. It's not to do all of this stuff. It's to say, okay, 
here I am. I, I'm, I'm looking to grow in my life. Pointing fingers isn't going to help. Avoiding the thing isn't going to help. Trying to, to, trying to shuffle responsibility isn't going to help. What's going to help is if I realize that this is a process for me. Because everybody has that person in their life. Every single person has the person in their life that is a, that's a, they are a tamp. They're a block on the system. They are a limiting factor on their system. If you don't have that, then you're not human. And every single person that you talk to has that because they're a human being. So there's no, there's no unlimited human beings. Every being, every human being is a limited creature. We are limited creatures in our nature. We have a limitation. There is a limit. Even if your limit is a million, there's a limit. You're not infinite. And that's the difference between God and a human is that God is unlimited and humans are limited. But we have a piece of God within us. So we have the ability to continue growing in an unlimited nature. But at the end of the day, we are limited. We are not God. We have a piece of God, right? So at the end of the day, you have an unlimited ability to move through these blocks, but you're limited, so you're going to have blocks. You understand? So it's not about you. It's just about moving through these things in your life because it could be your aunt or it could be your caretaker or it could be this person or this person did that to you or that person did this to you. And it's just, it's all the same, more or less. I hate, I, you know, I don't want to take away like from your pain or whatever it is or from your you know, feeling like, you know, discouraged. I don't want to make you feel discouraged in some way. And so it's, it's actually very encouraging because, because everybody's got this. Everybody's going, so you just have to figure out who the person is and go through the process and do the work. That's it. It doesn't matter. And then what happens is then eventually you can get to the point where we're talking with that individual and healing that relationship, healing that dynamic in person through conversation through engagement, through real active engagement, dialogue, all of this type of thing back and forth and actually curing that relationship back to a healthy space. But that's already so far down the road. It's not even in our, it's, you don't have to worry about that in any way, shape or form for the next year, at least. All you have to do is focus on growing yourself because that's at the end of the day, what matters. Like I said in one podcast a while back, a couple of times back. If I am not for myself, who will be for me? But if I'm only for myself, then who am I? Right? So at some point it becomes like, okay, well, you need to become not selfish, but you can't become a contributing part of society if you're not selfish to begin with, right? It's this paradox that a lot of people struggle with, but it's not so complicated. What you have to do is you have to become a vessel. You have to become a tool that's actually going to be beneficial. And you have to focus on yourself in order to become beneficial. And then once you become beneficial, it's basically about becoming beneficial for the rest of the world and for your community and for your people that you love and to give and to give and to give. And then you, and you will get more pleasure from giving to your community than you will from just be focusing on yourself. So if I, am not, if, if I am not for myself, then who will be for me? At first, you have to focus on yourself to become that tool, to become the vessel in order to give to the world. And then once you become that vessel, it's about giving. It's about being the vessel for the world. It's about doing that and allowing the flow to come through you and showing up and being a provider. 
and that's the whole deal. So it's really, you know, it's more important right now for you to just be focusing on yourself. And, and it just has, it just has nothing to do with whoever that limiting factor was in your life. Whoever that person was, it was probably your caretaker or your mother or your father or a very close relative, a sibling, um, or maybe somebody who, uh, was very close to the family, somebody in your tight circle that was probably a limiting factor on you. Maybe you don't talk to them anymore. Maybe you still live with them. I don't know. But in some way, that person is going to be a limiting factor on your, on your, on your consciousness because your consciousness was formed within that space. And so if there was any defects in the system, that's where it was brought in. And, and so our job is to move through that clear those out a lot of people just so you know never move past this place their whole life their whole life can be just predetermined basically by their childhood trauma that's it you want to determine the life but by the time they go 90 180 years old whatever it is look at the trauma that they were a child and you can predict the rest of their life that's it write a script a lot of people never break this a lot of people never break this. You would be surprised. You look at the world. Well, look at the world. 50, 60, 70 year olds doing the same thing, acting the same way, still behaving like children, still behaving like children, because they are still children. They never grew. They never grew past that child inside of them that was wounded and damaged, and now they're just continuing to behave like that, but in, a, in, a, in an adult body. That's it. That's all that's going on. So. Everybody's going through this. Some people make a lot of money. Some people, I can't tell you how many, how many people, I cannot tell you how many people, I've met them, I've met them, I've met billionaires who are like this. I'm not kidding, I've met billionaires who are like this. Wounded as a child, grew up in the projects, grew up super poor, grew up feeling like they had nothing, they were nothing, everything, the whole nine yards, and they fought tooth and nail to become something and they made a billion dollars. A billion dollars, b b b b billion dollars. And they're just still wounded children. It was all just this effort to become something, to become somebody. And so, so when we're moving forward in this way, yeah, it's just, you got, it's just, all about recognizing that right now it's just an internal process and it really it doesn't matter who that person was that did it to you it's just about it's about I mean once you get into the work it's about saying okay fine so we're gonna focus on this we're gonna see we're gonna forgive we're gonna learn how to forgive we're gonna learn how to accept we're gonna learn how to now start taking responsibility of what you can do forgiving them in your heart for what they were doing and starting to learn how to move on and starting to learn how to incorporate what that gave you and how to take that into your life and how to start having faith in the whole process and moving forward in a very healthy way and 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 starting to engage with the problems that you were now avoiding that you were avoiding previously and and all of these things starting to get into this work but before before you know, before you do that with the specifics, the first thing to understand is just to say that, like, it's not, it doesn't really matter. Like, you're just, this should be some sort of consolation to you. It should feel good. This is okay. It's okay to feel good with this statement. Everybody's got it. It doesn't matter if it was your father, your mother, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's the same in this way. 
We all have it. That might not make you feel unique. Oh, I also have trust issues, like ever, just like the rest of the world. Yeah, <laughs> do. It's okay. Join the. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, welcome to the community. You know, that's you know, <laughs> what more can you ask for? That's it. That's what. That's what we're dealing with. So, so, it's okay. You don't have to be so unique. You just. It's actually nice not to be so unique because you don't need a unique solution. You can get a solution that works actually for people, for real people. You know, the problem comes when people think that they're so unique that they need a different thing and they start going around, they're looking for things that don't exist or they're trying to solve it in some way. They're trying to make it up on their own, make it up as they go. It doesn't work. Follow the recipe, follow the formula, get out. You want to get out of the woods? Stop trying to pretend like you know how to get out of the woods or stop trying to like, like pretend like you're going to get out of the woods just by yourself, running yourself in circles, exhausting yourself, freaking yourself out. Drop the ego game. Let yourself be led by something, by somebody. You can get out of the woods. It's a, it's a simple formula. You go left, you go right, you follow the trail. A hundred yards, you'll see a signpost. Take the signpost right. It'll lead you down another trail. Five hundred yards, you'll start to see the openings. You start to see the you know the things clear out. You start to see there'll be a little more air. You start to see the village on the other side of the mountain. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. Go follow down. Go down the hill. Look, it's opening up. Now you're in the pastures. Now you're in the pastures. There you go. It's an easy formula. But if you don't do it, if you don't do that, it's very complicated because you're running around in circles. You're trying to do things, and then what do you have to do? You have to learn how to survive in the woods. And you have to learn how to survive out there in the woods. And you got to be eating squirrels. And you have to be chopping down trees and building fires and making camps and making forts. And it's very survival of the fittest and all of these things. You don't have to do any of that. Just learn to get out of the woods. You don't have to learn how to be in the woods. Right? <laughs> it's very simple. Very simple. You don't have to learn how to deal with emotional trauma. You need to learn how to get out of it. You understand? Very clear point. You do not learn how to deal with emotional baggage. You clear the emotional baggage and you can get rid of it and you start traveling just with a carry-on. Zo, that's it. There you go. Okay, that's the whole deal. But, but the thing is, is that we have to learn how to, one, recognize what's going on for us, being okay with this whole process, and then once we recognize something, be able to actually enter into it and move into it. And just do it for you. Just do it for yourself. It doesn't have to anything. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to go and sit down with this person and have a big old talk and have a big old whatever and talk to them and share your feelings with them and you hurt me and all of this stuff. Don't focus on the, you know, focusing on the past isn't so good. It's only... You know, it's only, it's only beneficial if you can mine out the sparks, if you can bring the gold, if you can bring the goodness out of the past, then it's beneficial for you. But if you're just sitting there focusing on the past, talking about all the problems that came from it, it's move on, move on. Okay, so things happen. So what? What are you going to do about it? Move on. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to get retribution. Why? Why? What purpose does it do? You know, I held a, I, I, I was talking with a 99-year-old Holocaust survivor recently. 99-year-old Holocaust survivor who still drives himself everywhere. He was at my wedding, okay? He's at my wedding. His name's Joe. He's amazing. 
Your name's Joe. 99-year-old Holocaust survivor, was the last person at the wedding, was telling stories about Auschwitz until like 1 a.m., drove himself home, and, li and it lived. that's what he does. He goes and he, he talks about the Holocaust. He talks about, you know, bringing awareness. That's at this point in his life, he just talks to kids because so many people don't, they're not aware of this type of thing. What did he tell me? He said, he said, I never held a chip. I never held a grudge. No chip on my shoulder. I never held a grudge. Why? Because they already occupied space. Now I'm going to let them occupy more space. Ho, ho, ho. Power. Powerful. They already occupied space in your life. Now you're going to let them occupy more space. Boom. With the Nazis he did this. You understand the difference? <laughs> it's just a mind game. That's it. You are in control. It's the whole point of what Viktor Frankl wrote. It's all a mindset. If you have a purpose and you're moving toward it, the people in the Holocaust who had a purpose, they lived. The people who didn't have a purpose, they dropped. It's all a mental game. It's all mind. It's all everything is up higher. It's a bigger thing. It's a bigger thing than just your physical body. Your physical body can deal with so much. It's ridiculous. It'll just take punishment and take punishment and take punishment and take punishment all the way down until the internal system shuts down. Once the internal system, okay, there's nothing else. The body, what's the body? The body is just a vessel. It's just a tool. It's just a holding cell. It's just a physical, it's just a physical vessel for whatever's your, it's a physical vessel for your soul. So when you give up, and your free will goes, and you decide that that's it, I'm done, you made a choice. You made a conscious choice with your free will to go. And that's when people dropped in the Holocaust, that he watched it happen, he determined it. It's called logotherapy. Viktor Frankl. Look it up. It's a beautiful thing because it's talking about, right? This is the same idea. Joe from the Holocaust. You know, he was, this guy was in 12 camps. 12 12 Nazi camps. He lost his entire family. He lost every member of his family. Every member of his family. He had a big family. They already took space in my life. You're going to let them take more space? I don't hold chips. I don't hold grudges. It's not what I do. Move on. Move on. Come on, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. It's time to move on in life. Nothing more to do. Nothing more to do with the past. If you have some value to take from the past, okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Take the value, but don't sit there and just wallow around in the negativity. It's not beneficial for you. So, and if you're going to see therapists that are enabling you to just talk about the past and all of your problems, that's a problem. Hire a different therapist. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere who's actually going to focus on the problem. Go on, on, on solving your life, on, solving your, on elevating your life, on making your life a higher quality thing. Not just talking about your problems. If you're hiring in a company, who do you hire? You hire problem solvers. Obviously, we're talking about doing this in a nuanced, in a, in a sensitive way with therapists because we're talking about emotional things, but it's not going in hard hitting and punching and taking names, right? 
somebody who can hold space for you, but we're going to be moving into problem solving. We're not going to be talking about all of the problems that we've dealt with in our past. This is the difference. And what our key, the thing here is to be able to actually enter into that space, to feel energy, to feel emotion. That's the whole thing, to feel energy, to feel emotion. If you're not, in, if you're not letting yourself feel things, you're never going to move forward in life. Letting yourself feel things is a, a crucial element to this whole deal. You need to be able to feel it in order to progress. You need to be able to embrace it to, in order to progress. You need to be able to recognize it in order to progress. That doesn't mean holding a chip on your shoulder. But so many people are sitting around pretending like there's no problem when they really know there's a problem. They're not addressing the problem. There's a difference between problem solving and sitting there focusing on all of the reasons why this is going bad and talking about all the reasons and problem solving and avoiding the issue completely. There's two wrong answers, there's one right answer. Sit there, talk about all the problems in the world, complain about it, complain, 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 this is why, this is why, blah, 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 it's not my fault, okay, okay, all right, fine. Or you can just go and completely avoid the issue Pretend like there's no problem, avoid the thing, do, make large amounts of effort in order to avoid the problem. Or what you can do is you can embrace the feeling, you can take that thing on, feel it, feel the energy, take responsibility. If you messed up, own it. And then go forward and start solving problems. And that's the only way to move forward. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be like an energetic load. It's going to be something that is heavy in some way. It doesn't have to be heavy, like, weighs you down. You can move through this in a, in a light way, but it's going to be feeling. You're going to feel it. You can't avoid these things. You got to, we're done, done avoiding, done avoiding, done. You got to make a commitment to stop avoiding things. So this is what we're talking about here, okay? It's a beautiful thing. You have to have faith that it's going to go through. You have to have faith that the process is actually working. There's a, there's a process here, and there's a, there's a, a reality above you that this is going to actually happen. It, like, as much as I love each individual, as much as I cherish each individual for who they are and the, and the snowflake that they are, you're a human being and there's a way that human beings operate. And if you want to get out of the woods, follow the script and you'll be able to stop lugging around all this luggage and you'll be able to live light and free and happy and beautiful and joyous and in a way that you've never actually, you were like, wow, I, I wish I was connecting to this earlier. I feel like I wasted so many years. You know, that's the whole point. Okay, guys, have an amazing day. And um, separate from that, you know, yeah, try to be as happy as you can. That's also just, it's just so important. You know, it's so important. And... And when I'm talking about these deep things, I try to be completely present with the situation at hand. But still, we need to really be focusing on joy. And joy, you can choose your reality. That's the whole point of this Holocaust discussion. You can choose your internal reality. They will never take that from you. You can't, you can't, they can't take your internal. You have a choice. You have a free will. You have a choice at the end of the day. So let's choose happiness, let's choose joy, because you can choose, you, no matter what happened to you, we learned from the Holocaust, the most extreme situation, you know, I, I mean, there's been other pogroms, there's been other, 
there's been other things that have happened to people, other like horrible things, you know, genocides, all of these different things, but it's not just a Holocaust, obviously. But we learn from the most extreme cases that you can actually in control your internal reality. And if they can be doing that in the Holocaust, then we, then we can be doing that in suburbia or wherever you live, right? Okay, so let's, let's do it. We can be living joyfully, happily. It's, it's a beautiful life, guys. It's really, it's a beautiful thing. And we're here to connect to that. Have good relationships, purpose-driven relationships, full of relationships, okay? Have an amazing day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Yom Tov. Have a great one.